Hello, my dears. Hello, my darlings. It's Mama J here again for Sexually Liberated Unashamed Talk Radio. That little thing I like to call slut radio. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 4. This is the Bad Mood Podcast. And I think we can all identify with the fact that I have been in a just rager of a bitchy mood this week. Y'all are going to get to hear me just talk about it. And yeah, I think we can. I think we can all identify. But let's do some shout outs first. I'm going to try and put on my happy face. (sighs) Happy face, happy face, happy face, happy face. Okay. I think I can do this. I think I can be happy long enough to do some shout outs. The 2nd of July was a Saturday. And on that Saturday evening, some friends from Nashville came to visit some friends from Knoxville. All of the friends gathered and went out to bars. Well, the first bar we friends went to, young Miles was giving out my business cards. And one of the very first groups of people that he gave them to was a group of young ladies, and they actually came over and talked to me. Their names were Michaela, Grayson, and McKinley. So Michaela, Grayson, and McKinley, this is the shout-out I told you to listen for. And the only reason it was not on the last podcast was that we had, Miles and I had already made that podcast before we met you guys. So that's why it uh, is taking so long to get to your shout out. But this is the first podcast I've done since we met. So this was your shout out. If there's any question that you have or any comment that you'd like to make, DM me or, or email me. Uh, you guys have my business cards. If you want to be on the podcast, DM me or email me. If there's a topic you would like to hear discussed, same thing. EM me, EM me or D-mail me. There we go. <laughs> I'm having such a week, ladies. I'm having such a week. Uh, but it was, it was good to meet you and it was, uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Uh, my next shout out is for Father Nasty once again. Miles has been awesome. He's my hype man, dude. He has taken it upon himself to get my business cards into the hands of anybody and everybody. So thank you, Miles, for the love. Thank you for the support. I appreciate it. Uh, it seems like you are getting almost as many shout outs as Dave Portnoy. It's that time. Dave Portnoy, as you may or may not know, does pizza reviews for Barstool Sports. One bite. Everybody knows the rules. He is Davey Page Views there. Well, he and his crew went to Greenport, New York. A few days ago, the reason that they went there was because Dave had heard from several different people telling him to go to this one pizza place. And he's like, okay, well, that's enough people telling me to do this, that 
this sounds like a good idea. So he got his crew together and they took a ferry. And then that was an hour long ride. And after they got off the ferry, they drove for another hour. So it took them a while, but they finally got to the pizza place and Dave gave his pizza review. Okay. That's, that's all fine, well, and good. Well, they're, they're walking away from the restaurant, he and his crew. And there are some people around Dave. There, there always are, you know, cause they know who he is. They know what he's doing when they see him and Frankie and, you know, the whole pizza thing. So people will stop and they'll say, Hey, El Prez, or, you know, can I take a picture or something like that? So these people were around Dave, but they were kind of walking with him, I guess. And all of a sudden, just out of the blue, this this woman that lived in Greenport, she was not a pleasant person to begin with. Dave dubbed her Olga the Witch. And she was. She was she was a nasty piece of work. A- according to the articles that she read, she didn't like his anti-union views. She didn't like his views on women. And she basically told him that she hoped Barstool crashed and burned. Then at the the end is when she told him, oh, fuck you, you're fucking ugly. And one of the people that was there in the group around Dave said, no, you're ugly. Or fuck you, you're ugly or something like that. And I was very happy to hear somebody having Dave's back. So Olga the Witch just shut the fuck up, go back to your cave and brew some potions. And I think actually that's probably an insult to witches everywhere. So no, just Olga, bleh, fuck you. So (laughs) can you tell I'm cranky? I mean, that was the end of my Dave shout out was bleh, fuck you to that woman. So Dave, I've got your back, baby. I've got your back. And, and thank you to that, that one woman who had Dave's back as well. So yes, anonymous woman. Thank you. Oh yeah, I'm cranky. You can tell. Are y'all ready to get cranky with me? I figured everybody could relate because we all get cranky for, you know, whatever reason. We can, I can get cranky over the way somebody looks at me. I can get cranky for any reason I want. And that's because I'm a human being, not just because I'm a female. All of us do it. Every single one of us does it. We blame it on hormones. We blame it on traffic. You know, there are lots of things to blame a temper on. But a lot of the time, there's just no reason to be that grumpy. I used to describe it this way to my my BFF, the one that I've had my best am for 30 plus years. (sighs) I'm getting up there in age, man. But no, I used to tell her that when I was in one of these moods like I've been in, that God himself could come to my door and I'd be like, nope, not happening, not today. Nope, go away. I can't handle this. Nope. You know, that's it. (laughs) so why was I a big old cranky baby or cranky whatever I was a bitch people I was just a bitch one of the reasons I am pretty sure 
is a new medication that my doctor has me on. I'm getting used to the side effects of it. It hasn't been easy. I've had my sleep patterns disrupted. I've had my ability to focus is different. I'm able to focus more because the anxiety is gone, but it's different than how you can regular. I, I just don't know how to describe it other than it's just not regular focus. But I'm finally starting to get used to it, but I have to increase the dose. So I don't know how that's going to work. I'm afraid it's really going to make me even crankier. So I I think what I'm going to do, I've got an appointment with my doctor this week. I'm definitely going to talk to her about it. And I'm going to see if we can go ahead and just leave it where I am right now instead of increasing it. Anyway, so aside from that, you know, my sleep patterns are all fucked up and I've been sleeping just very poorly in general. A couple of weeks ago, I had an infection and I had, I went on a broad spectrum antibiotic and it was a huge dose at that. Well, what happens quite often to females who get put on a broad spectrum antibiotic of a high dosage? <laughs> yeah, I got a yeast infection. Ugh. So, yeah, that put me in a really bad mood. I got medication for it. It's gone now. But, you know, ask anybody who's had a yeast infection, male or female, because, yes, you can get them regardless of sex. All yeast needs is just a a nice, dark, moist area. And we all have plenty of those. So (laughs) uh, ask anybody who's ever had a yeast infection and... Yeah, yuck, you. So yeah, okay, I've had that. I've had the anti-anxiety medication. Some of my friends have been out of town. So there's been nobody to pat me on the back and boost me up and say, they're there, everything's going to be fine. You know, I mean, they can do that via text, but it's not nearly as, as nice as it is in person to have your friends around you. I did something to one of my knees and it is it is swollen just about twice its normal size and the kneecap I'm just going to tell you that the kneecap is not functioning properly it's very slidey is how I'm going to put it my knee is messed up I need some physical therapy so I've got to call a doctor and arrange for that I don't know what I did but I woke up with it like this and then, you know, on on the heavier side of things, there's still the whole Supreme Court thing here in the United States. There, I read an article. Oh, 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 my sweet Jesus. This is not in my notes either. I read an article. This was apparently in London, England, on Saturday, July 2nd, 2022. Okay, and the tweet that I saw that had to do with it said basically that not a single news organization from Great Britain that represented just the average reader covered it. 
Nobody covered it. Oh, sorry about that. Nobody covered it. It just kind of, I mean, niche networks covered it. I'm sure that, but the Daily Mail didn't cover it. No, nothing. Okay, so that was messed up. So yeah, my, the whole, the, the whole world is just going to hell in a handbasket. And it bothers me. It bothers me a great deal. I'm trying not to be scared about what's going to happen in the United States with the overturning of Roe v. Wade. It's one of the reasons I had to start a new anti-anxiety medication. But what, what, what do you guys do when you're having one of these moods? One of the best things to do, one of the absolute best things to do, and I'm going to give you a lot of vanilla answers first. When you're having one of these moods where you've got everything that's going wrong, my knee, my, my stupid ass yeast infection, the, the stupid ass, uh, side effects from the medication that the doctor put me on that I need, you know, um, what else? What else was going on? Oh, 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 and my friends, my friends were out of town. So yeah, you know, I'm, I'm being a big old cranky baby. What do I need to do? I need to talk to somebody. (laughs) I shit you not. That's one of the best things you can do. Just unload on somebody. Make it somebody that you can trust with your secrets because you're going to probably say some shit you wished you hadn't. And chances are that's going to be your best friend. And chances are they'll put it in the vault for you. Okay, that's a, that's a very, a very basic common thing, you know, to talk to your best friend. Well, my best friends, I've got two of them, my best M's, you know them, Miles and my BFF that I cannot name. And she's been my BFF for over 30 years. So they have not been available to me this week um, due to reasons of their own. And that is fine. I, I fully expect them to live their own lives, do their own things, go their own ways. And, you know, if that means that I'm stuck in a bad mood, then I need to find a way out of it myself. So what are some other things? A lot of the time I will listen to music that matches my mood. So I listen to a lot of heavy metal when I'm in a really bad mood. And I did that this week and it helped. It helped. Um, books are another way to kind of escape. And often if you read long enough and you go to a faraway land on a faraway adventure of some sort, I started reading a Stephen King novel the other night that I've, I've read it before and I love it. It's called Dr. Sleep. If you're interested, it's, uh, part two of The Shining that that is the Stephen King book that put the fear of God into me many, many moons ago. But anyway, so I'm, I'm taking this trip into this, this imaginary world and, you know, that's good. But I came, you know, would come back, I'd close the book and I'd still be pissed off about something. Um, I could watch a movie, but I don't feel like it. One thing that I'm going to say, and I, I, I cringe when I hear people say, you know, happy perky shit like this. 
But it's got to be mentioned because it's a worthwhile endeavor. And that is when you're pissed off enough to, to do somebody bodily harm if they get in your face, exercise. Put on some boxing gloves and hit a bag. You know, lift some weights, run, uh, do some kickboxing. I don't know, but you know, there's a, you can channel that anger into exercise. So yeah, okay. Keep the hate mail at a minimum. Okay. Now those are some very vanilla, but some very valid ways to handle bad moods. Now we got to go sexy. But how do you get sexy if you're in a bad mood? The two do not go well together, do they? I don't know about that. Now, if you're going to talk about masturbation, I don't know. I really, truly don't know. Um, I, I did try doing that because when you come... When you reach orgasm, your body releases chemicals, and these chemicals make you happy. It's a natural occurrence. It's one of the, one of the many benefits of sex. So I, I deliberately set out to masturbate several times this week, and I was very successful. Very successful. Had quite quite an orgasm one night. Oh, it was phenomenal. And I may have woken the neighbors up. I don't know. (laughs) The others weren't as good. So, you know, I just, I, I couldn't quite get in the mood I needed to get in because I was so grumpy and irritated. This is when a good friend with benefits or a partner comes in handy. If you're in a really, really cranky, foul mood, you need some angry sex. You need some rough sex. Now, I'm not saying everybody needs it. You may not like angry sex or you may not like rough sex, and that's fine. That's fine. I'm not going to tell you to do it if that's not your thing. But if you've never tried it and it's something that sounds intriguing, uh, you you may want to try it. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you one of the most important things is you have to trust the partner that you do this with. You have trust has to be there because if you can't let yourself go with your partner and trust that they know your limitations, things are going to get out of hand. So trust has to be there. Trust can't be an issue. You have to be able to trust your partner with rough sex or angry sex. And I'm, I'm talking almost to the point of consensual non-consent kind of role play, if that makes sense. That's the rough sex. That's not the angry sex. Angry sex is different. The best way for me to tell you about angry sex is with a story, a Mama J story. Doodly, doodly, doodly. Okay. I'm going to have to come up with a name 
for my friend with benefits that I keep telling you guys these stories about. I've got a lot of stories with him. (laughs) Yeah, he was a really good friend with benefits. I, uh, yeah, I miss him. I miss him. Um, Yeah, got to come up with a name for him. But I have a story. Let's see. It seemed like quite often when I would go over to his place, he would be gone. He would, he would be out and about doing his errands that he had to run or, or something like that, you know, depending on what time I got off work and what he had going on. There was one night, the night in particular that I'm going to tell you about that he actually was doing some laundry. And I got off work kind of late and I went over to his place and it was, it was a toss up which one of us was going to get there first. But I got there first and I, I fetched the key from under the mat and I let myself in and I got a shower. I had had a shit-tastic day at work. I don't remember what happened. I just remember being in the, the same kind of mood that I've been in this week and I didn't want to be in that mood with this particular gentleman because he and I always had a good time and I was very afraid that my mood was going to get in the way of us having a good time sexually. So he got home not long after I had my shower and I, I was running around in my underwear, I think. And, uh, I helped him fold some of the laundry that he had and, you know, get it over and done with that much quicker. We could get to our business. Right. And I had told him while we were folding the laundry, I told him about some of the, the stuff that happened to me at work that day. And I told him I was just in a really bad mood and somehow or another, one of us came up with the idea of angry sex. And I don't know which one of us it was because we were both very adventurous. Yeah, I don't know how it came up, but the subject came up. Okay, so we decided that we were going to try definitely some rough sex. And if if we could get into some angry sex so much the better. This this is kind of where I'm going to have a difficult time explaining the difference. <sighs> angry sex, there's just real anger involved. And okay, all right. So so rough sex involves spanking, slapping, spitting, rough language, uh name calling, hair pulling, yeah, I, I don't know what all else. Uh, so that's, that's a general idea of rough sex. Angry sex can definitely have those elements, but there is a genuine feeling of anger between the participants that's adding to the sexual frenzy. And it makes the sexual frenzy almost animalistic, if that makes any sense. (laughs) 
it it's really really good sex i can tell you that so we had we talked about this and he said okay and we were done folding the laundry and you know he's like okay well you go ahead and and get comfortable he said i'm going to go clean up and and so he went and he got a shower you know he basically came out of the bathroom and I had gone to the kitchen or something. I was getting into the bed and he just came up behind me and just shoved me down on the bed. Basically fucked me. There was no foreplay. He spread me open and he stuck his dick in me and he fucked me. And I tried to get away from him, and he smacked my ass, and he called me a bitch, and he told me I needed to take my medicine, and it was it was very rough, and it gave me an outlet. I finally realized that him treating me this way was an open invitation for me to take my anger out on him, which I did. In in my own way, I told him that a real man would not fuck me in such a poor manner, that a real man knew how to fuck a woman. That that got me a good fucking <laughs> I, let's see, I got, I got spanked. I earned myself a spanking by calling him various and sundry nasty names. Let's see. So he spanked my, he spanked my, he, he hand spanked my, my ass. He pulled my hair. He choked me. Um, and all the while, let's see, I was, how was I positioned? I was face down, bent over the bed, and he was behind me. So that's, yeah, that he heated up my backside pretty good. And then, then just out of nowhere started fucking me in the ass. Oh my God, it was so good. It was so good. I didn't know how ready I was for it, but I was so turned on by the freedom that I had in, you know, my, my slapping at him. I couldn't quite reach him because he was behind me. But, you know, every once in a while, I was able to connect with him. I think he let me, you know, I think he deliberately got close enough a couple of times for me to uh, slap him on the arm or slap him in the in, upside the head or something. It was very difficult for me to to get to him. But yeah, so the the freedom that I had and the trust that I had with him had aroused me so much that by the time he he was being that real man and you know just fucking me in the ass that I was I was so turned on. It was some of the best sex that he and I had was that that angry fuck it was so good oh yeah it oh god it was so good and afterward he employed 
aftercare. He very tenderly cleaned me up. And, you know, usually I would go and take care of that myself. And this was on, there were several occasions that he would tell me no, that he would take care of it. And this was one of them. He told me just to be still and he, uh, he caressed every area that he had smacked or choked or whatever. He wiped with a nice warm cloth. Uh, he wiped the spit off of me that had gotten on me somehow. Um, he, again, he, he caressed the reddened areas that got smacked which I thoroughly enjoyed. I thoroughly enjoyed. I cannot stress that enough. I thoroughly enjoyed this, this, this fucking that I got. And oh my God, my bad mood was gone, was gone. And oh, the aftercare was wonderful. And he finally, he got around to actually cleaning up my pussy, cleaning up my asshole. And he was so tender and so gentle and so kind and so sweet. And then we snuggled afterward. He, he would not let me do a thing to help him clean up. And he got in that bed and he just rolled me over and made me snuggle him, which was no hardship. I love to snuggle. I'm a snuggler. So yeah, that was, that was some really good sex. But again, we had the trust, which enabled me to know, even while we were in the middle of this really rough sex, and he was calling me these horrible things. Oh, they were so sexy. <laughs> oh, I I am a cum dump. I mean, okay, so... <laughs> He was calling me these terrible things, but I knew, I trusted that this was part of the game that we were playing at the time. And the aftercare, the aftercare is so important. And the fact that he wouldn't let me do anything to help him, I think, was so sweet. I mean, I think men probably need aftercare just as much as women do, which is one of the reasons that I didn't mind snuggling with him at all, because he was a big snuggler. And, you know, we had pillow talk and we fell asleep. And so go have you some sex. Go have you some, some rough sex if you're into that kind of thing. And if you're daring and you trust your partner, Go for some angry sex the next time you're in one of these moods. If not, that's absolutely fine and you do you boo-boo. Remember, there is no shame. There is no judgment. There is no normal here. Okay, the time has come, my babies. It's time to go for the week. You go to slutradio.fun and find all my stuff, all my links, all my podcasts, all my trailers, all my bonus episodes, everything is on slutradio.fun. 
Don't forget to look for me on FullSwapRadio.com, F-U-L-L-S-W-A-P-R-A-D-I-O.com, and there's lots of other good content there, too. Follow me on social media. I am still trying to learn how to use all these interweb things, and I'm not real good at it, but I'm, I'm trying. So, you know, I get points for trying. My Twitter handle is slutradio1, the number one. My Insta is slut underscore radio. And my Snapchat is slutradio, all one word. I'll see you next Monday. Bye-bye, my babies.